Successful weekend. Welcome, minefielders. A lot of good wrestling this weekend. A lot of good times. Yeah, man, that was a good weekend. Freaking got to watch uh, AEW Revolution. Freaking got to go on the hunt a little bit. Got to find some, uh, some pretty good pieces. Freaking uh, now we're getting ready for this Saturday night. We are uh, New Era Wrestling is coming back. We're debuting at the Castle Event Center for Castlemania. Can't wait to be there, man. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I've been really looking forward to this, man. The card is amazing. It's dynamite. It is excelente. It is excellent. It'll make... Yeah, it's going to be going to be a good time. Yeah. Getting there is going to be crazy, man. Like, the like we were plotting the uh, the hunt on the way there for uh, you um, newer minefielders. Anyway, anytime, Mr. Turner, Alice, Josh, and Michael together hanging out. It's a hunt. We're hitting some comic stores. Not just one, not two, not thrice. Four or five. But more than thrice. Definitely more than thrice. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, man. I was looking to see what we could find. I was looking to get one step closer to my Iron Man collection. As of uh, my current status, I am about 63% complete on the first run of Iron Man. Nice. So looking to see if I can uh, you know, fill some holes and Destroy some souls. As you should. That's what New Arrow is going to do on Saturday. Tickets still available mm-hmm. at NewEraProWrestling.com. The NewEraProWrestling.com. Yeah. And I'll get a, as of last count, we've got over 100 set, uh, pre-sale tickets already sold. Oh, nice. So looking to get a, you know, we always get a good amount of walk-in, a walk-up to uh Tickets sold day of, so freaking looking forward to a packed house. Don't forget to get there early to make sure you get your specialty ticket, guys. Uh, one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is making sure that you, the fans, are honored for putting your butts in our seats. You're going to get a specialty ticket. And this time, we've come close to running out of those specialty tickets before. The collector's items, we always do uh, four separate ones, but... Uh, if these numbers uh, are correct, uh, you better get them to make sure you get a ticket. Yeah, no, man, we got a, like I said, we got a stat card. We got some returning faces. We got uh, Royce Isaacs coming back after an eight-year absence at New Era. We've got Ryzen and Sin coming back, you know, let alone our current current uh, heavyweight champion, Logan. We've got a, we're going to have a special announcement from Cody Devine. You know, it's going to be a, you know, we're going to see if Damian, uh, war dog Damian Payne can get his hands on Eric Angel. Hmm. So, uh, and we got, uh, we got a whole lot going on. Plus, we have, uh, the Rad Warrior, 
Heidi Howitzer taking on the, the Gem of the Bay Jewels. Correct. So we've got uh, all types of wrestling for all types of appetites as far as what you enjoy watching. You know, let alone with this new venue, we also have a uh, a new menu of food. We've got beverages to both. Oh the, uh, yeah, burritos, pizza, beverages for everybody. We've got adult beverages on hand. We've got a, a staff that you know is excited for the product. You know, we got a uh, quite a bit going on. So we're hopefully this is a thing. This is definitely going to be in uh, onwards and upwards as far as a new venue. And let's go out there and let's kill it with the uh, with the next show. Yeah, it's gonna happen. And the the work that uh, y'all have been working on and to get this to happen, it's it's gonna show. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, coming back after a three month hiatus. You know, you're yeah, a, you're at five, aren't you? Have a, yeah, it's been five for myself. Freaking been out since November. Freaking, uh, but yeah, you know, we got a very hungry locker room on a normal show, let alone uh, after this hiatus. So we're looking to see if, uh, have the crew come back and kill it. Yeah, it'd be good to see our family again, man, and really just get it done. But neither here nor there, we got to talk about the hunt, man. It was extremely successful this weekend, man. It was also surprising, oh, yeah. especially for you when you called me in the morning. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And you're like, whoa, you're awake. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of surprising. Normally, I'm pretty like, oh, I'm, not, I'm getting out of bed right now. Let me just take a shower. I'll be ready to go. Ah. You were full of a uh, pip and vinegar. Pip and vinegar. Thank you very much. One of my favorite things. Yeah. Normally, I'm just filled with vinegar. I could see that. Mm. Yeah. What did we hit up first? Kapow. Oh, uh, yeah. We hit Kapow first, which uh, I was actually able to obtain my second uh, second. Uh, graded comic book by uh, CBCS. Got a Wildcats number one at a really good deal, uh, nine point six. Freaking, uh, you know, wasn't a, you know, for a lot of people that might not be like a really a big grail book, but it's uh, for me that was my first taste of a, uh, you know, comic books outside of Marvel and DC. Independent glory. And uh, yeah, and uh. You know, one of the first, but the first book I made sure I had a copy of to get signed by Jim Lee when we met him at Comic Con this past year. That was a good. That was a good. Or pop culture con, pardon me. Pop, yeah, we don't get sued. We get cease and desist yeah. minefields. Yeah. Won't be the first. Won't be the last. Man, no. I but, got uh, I got yeah. a grill there for me, man. I slept. I fell asleep on Miss Marvel number one because I was too broke to go to Muse to get my comics. There was like three weeks of comics there for me. And I was like, I wanted Miss Marvel number one. And Amanda's like, sorry, dude. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> yeah. No more Miss Marvel for you. And uh, I found one there at Kapow, man. Like, I thought that was your pile. And I was like, oh, damn. He, he found one. I know, man. I looked at it. I put it aside. And that was yours, man. Freaking all good. But yeah, no, I freaking got that. I got a, got an amazing Spider-Man that finished off my collection of... Um, the assassination plot storyline from Amazing Spider-Man. Very nice. It's like, I think, like, 320 through 325 through 26. Hmm. So I finished off that one because it was, like, one of the first times Spider-Man had ever met Sabretooth. Oh, yeah. So I just kind of really was like, oh, I really want to read that. And I got those added to the Iron Man collection. Freaking, uh, got 
quite of a quite a few books I was looking for. I actually did some dollar bin diving, freaking got some uh some astonishing X-Men and some X Factor. I'd been looking forward to finish off those runs. Well, thanks to good old uh freaking Escape Velocity, what we hit up next, man. They're they're a new trainee, very nice gentleman. Um uh, freaking we both hit the jackpot there. You got some uh I I missed most of Do a Power Problem. I got the first one, and now we got two. But like, I got that in the in the set. You heard me be like, mm-hmm. you heard me scream from the other side of the room. Like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Normally, you reserve those screams for Wolverine. Ah. My first appearances. Nah, that was I'm, I'm, I'm kicking myself. I was like, that's gonna take me forever to find those books. No, I found them there. I, I read the entire set for eighteen. 18 nice for 18 uh but before real quick before, before we left kapow I, I got one of my grills actually um uh medieval spawn action figure um uncle todd oh nice who robs me on the weekly uh posted the new medieval spawn from the current issues of spawn obviously uh in the scorched uh sometimes mm-hmm. i don't has he been in gunslinger i don't think so um but freaking it was an original todd toy 15 bucks it wasn't it wasn't like graded but it's on the wall and it's mine <laughs> and it's gonna look cherry next to the new medieval font spawn when i get him and um uh, first appearance obviously number nine got that on the wall here too but uh uh what i, I can't did i get anything else there nah. you definitely got some more comics i got some you. some randos but um but Miss Marvel and Medieval Spawn. But hey, cheers to uh, is it uh, Wayne? Martin. Martin's over at Kapow. Martin. Hey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like I said, we hit up Escape Velocity next. You know, the uh, first Saturday of the month, they always have their uh, buy one get ones on back issues. Ooh, juicy day. And they had a they had twenty percent off on their bigger books. So freaking got a you know got some good stuff there, man. Like I said, rounded out some more collections. Got some amazing Spider Man. Got some Iron Man. I'm pretty good. You know, good stuff. Next up, we. I think then we hit up uh, Ed's. No, we hit. No, we hit that uh, KC Toys. We went to a new spot. Freaking uh, KC Toys and Comics. Real close to the skate park uh, here in uh, uh, South Colorado Springs. If you get lost, yeah, right over by Memorial Park. Yeah, place was dope. That place was awesome. Yeah, they had all kinds. They had a bunch of uh, newer toys. They had a bunch of randos, a bunch of older toys. Yeah, the guy was complaining about how he didn't sell comic books. And then uh, we'll help you out with that. <laughs> That's exactly what we're here for. Good yeah. sir. Yeah. Yeah, no, I ended up buying a. I got a DC's the first appearance of the Shadow in DC Comics. Beautiful. I got a first appearance of Spider-Hulk. And I got one other book. I want to say it might have been a Batman of some kind, but I can't recall off the top of my head. Now we went, but I ended up getting three books over there. We didn't clean the place out there. I mean, they had some good stuff. But like, they had... Um, I hate when people know how much Spawn comics are worth. <laughs> I hate when they know. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, no, we, we didn't. It should be dollar bid books. Oh, yeah. I, I, I even tried the gimmick. I even tried the gimmick on that guy. Uh, like, this one, this one's 
this one's over. You're not charging enough for that. And he was like, nah, man, that's my price. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> it, that's actually that's actually two. I already marked it down. But it was worth it because because you saw it. I was do. I, I tried. I tried. You, 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 you got to give him the you got to give him the eye flutter to make it work. Oh, yeah, this this uh, very rotund, nice uh, Mexican gentleman was not having the eye flutter, <laughs> and he'd already had a gimmick for his prices. <laughs> I like the fact that he threw out a what did he throw out killing joke first print. Yeah, I was like, oh dog, I already got that. Yeah, it's uh, okay. <laughs> it's the green one. We get it. It's the first one. It's cool. Like I'm just pissed that my freaking like gimmick didn't work. <laughs> True. But yeah, no, I got I got those. Uh, I was looking. At, they had they had all kinds of stuff. They had like some of the old, uh, a lot of the classic wrestling figures. They had some old school Ninja Turtles. They had a. Uh, they had, they had a bunch of the AEW. They had, they had some er, those, a lot of the current like AEW figures. They got a Miro. They got a lot of good ones that are difficult to find. They had a Miro for sure. They had a Miro. They had a Punk. They had a. Uh, they had an evil Uno. They had the freaking uh, Kenny Omega, the uh, original set, the the uh, the ultimate oh, the edi- ring, yeah. the ultimate edition ring. If you guys go in uh, when you first walk in at the end of the main kiosk before you get to the uh, uh, past the He Man to your right, uh, you'll see the the um, AW figs and just wrestling figures to your right. I'm sorry, to your left, and you'll see an AW uh, ring at the bottom. Look up the good ones up top, and it was like one twenty. Like I was expecting him to like try to sell that for like three hundred or something like that, but he was he was selling it at um, ringside collectibles price plus shipping price, which ain't bad, especially if it's right there. Yeah, exactly. Take it home that day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, he had a, that. He had um, one of the things I thought was coolest. He had the uh, the personalized Lego figures. Oh, yeah, he had the Chinese knockoffs. Those are great, man. Those are great. Like and, and with the the, the the display and everything, like he really put some pride into that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, like I got those. That's a pops. Freaking great pops. Um, that is some serious pops. I saw you. I saw you thinking about it, man. You were you were thinking about it. I, I was looking to see if they had any I didn't have. Like I was looking for that I didn't have. Like there's a couple more I wouldn't wouldn't mind to add to the collection, but they didn't have anything I was looking for at the time. Uh, what else do they have? But yeah, no, I got. Like I said, what, what, what did you end up picking up from well, from over there? I uh, first appearance of uh, arcade. You handed that to me. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, good sir. Uh, always have yourself a hunt pal. It'll make sure you got the mad hookup. And yeah, they didn't even think twice. Yeah, that's mine. Um, there was one other I one. I got a copy. <laughs> I know you did. Some of my, did, did the Bernie Mac. Uh, who he said yes, some of my. Well, he said the some of my. <laughs> It was ah, some of them. Some of them. What was one other one? I was the year. Like, I said I'll get it next time. Um, but uh, he, juicy Batman books. Um, I got a. I didn't know this existed, which confused me because I thought I know everything about Spawn, but I didn't know there was a free comic book day uh, Spawn issue, and they charged me a dollar for it. And freaking, it's just a reprint of number one. I have officially eight versions of Spawn number one. Oh, nice. Okay. There's, there's, I have one of the grails, uh, thanks to, uh, our good pal, Jeff, uh, the 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got, you know, there's, you know, newsstand direct, uh, but, and then I got 
the image first at Muse when we left, um, but I got one other book there. I can't remember. Oh, I got the uh, Marvel Now from back in 2012, uh, She-Hulk number one, because I, I, that's, I'm been meaning to tell you this, I, I was going to hold off, I was holding off for tonight. I got to have every single She-Hulk. <laughs> every, that's the goal, huh? Every single one. I want every... Like a savage She-Hulk? We're talking sensational She-Hulk? I want want everything She-Hulk. I want reader copies for the bathroom, like those essentials, (laughs) like, you know, the the phone book ones. And, uh, yeah, I want... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm going deep on Jennifer Walters. And yet you bypass the sensational She-Hulk number one that we saw at Kapow. That's the one. Or did I not tell you that until afterwards? No, you mentioned it, but I was still like I didn't know how much money I was gonna be spending in ads and um Gotcha. And Muse, but uh yeah. That's great story. Uh family run by the way. His wife was running the uh was running oh, the, the register. Uh, was running the register. She was extremely nice to us. She was proud for her business, thanked us, uh he shook our hands. Uh like that's pretty much all you really need to do to get us over with us, you know, and give us a yeah. give well, us a deal. Definitely be back. Definitely stock some more. Uh, see what other issues we could find that uh, would be a good add to the collections. Then he can't sell it. Uh, he keep trying to sell us on these toy conventions. Like you know, we're here from comics, man. He was and he was listening to us too. Like remember we were talking. He's like, you went to Lubbock. Like that's true. Yeah, he was listening. Hmm. But uh, where next, Eds? Eds, yeah, we had a beds up from there. <laughs> Yeah, got the got the regs, got freaking uh did pick up some more Iron Man. Like I said, Trina, that's my my big go to right now is getting the Iron Man collection done by the end of the year. So trying to see about that. Got the regs too. Oh, uh Uncle Ed with the mad gargoyles hook up. Uh dude, uh I w- I wanted I was gonna put it over tonight, but I haven't finished issue three yet. It's so dope. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Like, like nice. I'll kind of a Darkwing Duck. Yeah, it's like, hey Ed, put gargoyles in Darkwing Duck, and he's I want I I can see it in his eyes. Like, how old are you again? I am forty two years old. <laughs> no, nah. I'm forty, but yeah, hey, he's cool. Uh, Ed Ed hooked it up. Gonna gonna add those extra couple of years to make yourself seem more official. Yeah. I was so OG Gargoyles, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you know, I picked up, I picked up both issues of Darkwing Duck, so yeah, and they're, they're fun little quick reads, and they're all good. There was so much great nostalgia for that, uh, and I'm not I'm not that much of a nostalgia guy because nostalgia usually means like, hey, look over here, it's nostalgic, and pretend it's not as good as it is. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. no, they're great. They're, they're great. Dynamite. Never fails, and I yeah. mean the, the right up there with the, when they do the revamps or the redos like IEW, uh, these are artwork's great. It is old school, but it reminds me of like reading Disney Adventures. You remember we were in uh, Mile High and it was like Disney Adventures, and you're like, what? like, yeah, but now it's you get it. But a uh, little quick tidbit: uh, Keith David is the voice of um, Goliath. Oh, okay. Spawn! <laughs> oh, okay. I, thought, I didn't get the Yeah, yeah. Keith David's the voice. Same guy, of, huh? Keith, the same guy from Spawn, man. Yeah, that's him, man. 
it's awesome. Like, okay. sign me up. Mary's dad nice. from Something About Mary. Uh, I love that. He's he's in Dead Presidents. That's the first time I saw him. Okay. Mm. But yeah. Did catch it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Yeah, we did that. Got a, got a quick bite to eat. Freaking at a shortstop right there. Yeah. By Ed's. Those brats were delicious, by the way. Brats were really good. Yeah. Freaking uh then we uh finished up the finished up the trip at Muse. Got some uh got some you know, got a couple of good things over there, freaking nothing too crazy. And we got uh one of the books we're gonna review tonight, freaking uh Final Murder World. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got that, got a cut what else did I get from there? And got uh and got my icon versus hardware from there. Freaking that's you know Muse is always good to go. Freaking, they always got all the newest books. You know, they've every now and again you'll find something like a real, real good book on their freaking on their wall, but they're not something they don't really do too much as far as the back issues go, other than their wall books. They do a good job, man. Like when I first moved here, they didn't give anything about that sort of thing, man. Mm -hmm. The wall, the wall books were just like we need something on the wall. Like, uh, yeah. I remember one time, uh, I was chilling, getting my books and some desperate dude came in with like new Mutants 98, like a ton of stuff. And George is like, just, you know, we're not really interested in back issues, right? It's not our, it's not our thing. And I was like, I'll give you some, some money for freaking new Mutants. And George is like, mm -mm. he gave me like, cut it out. And, uh, these gentlemen like, okay, thank you very much. They left. And, um. George is like, listen, I know you didn't mean anything by it, but that's actually a pretty big no-no in comic book stores. And I was like, oh, man, I did not mean to cross the line. He's like, no, 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 I know you didn't. You you, you popped because it was New Mutants 98, and I didn't want it, but don't ever do that in comic book stores if that ever happens again. Like, it's 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 disrespectful. But I know you, he, he, it's George, you know? He he knew yeah. I just got excited, and I didn't know. But he, sneak around back and do it in the back and do it in the alley. <laughs> Correct. You got the stuff. You got the stuff. Oh man, that's a new means ninety eight. Man, that might be a uh... <laughs> maybe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Are sound effects Abuela unfriendly? We're not on camera yet. We're good. Uh, it depends on the, I think it depends on the sound effect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, man. It was a successful hunt. Freaking uh, got some got some good books. Got a couple of big items. Freaking great items. Can't really complain. No. I'm looking forward to heading back up north and Seeing what Denver has for us this coming weekend. Ooh. Maybe maybe even check out a new store or two. Yeah, we uh, we we were uh, we we did the cross eyes, fingers, and toes. We were doing a little quick little Google search. Uh, there's a comic store, no less than a hundred yards from the new venue. No, it's gonna be dangerous. Of course, that happened to us, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock it. Not gonna knock it. Well, it wouldn't be the uh, first time we've had to make a detour. That's for sure. Yeah, but what if these guys are assholes and we got to go in there anyway? Yeah, I, I, I meant it. <laughs> I meant it. I meant it. 
Depends, depends on how good their prices are. Maybe they won't know how much spawn new spawn co- or spawn cost. Oh yeah, my, my grandma wants me to get rid of all these satanic spawn comic books. I'll give you five dollars for them. Sure, brother. Hey, brother Tony. Exactly. Will you help me haul these to the car so we can throw them away to make sure other young youths and or endangered people do not read these books? Certainly. <laughs> no, okay, that's that's gonna be the time to be like. Brother, you need to double check those prices. <laughs> of course you do that to me. Of course, yeah. you, of course you do that to it's me. Been, it's been built up for years. Ooh. At least the last, at least the last what year and a half, two years. Uh, Brother, this book is way underpriced. It's way underpriced. Let me show you the last two years worth of eBay prices. What is eBay? What do you mean this one issue I was going to sell this gentleman for a nickel <laughs> is worth $350? Yeah. Um, that's insane. You see, that's not fair. Now, I'm not a fighter, but I will beat you to death with a nail and a board. I would. I would beat you to death with a nail and a board in the parking lot if you did that to me. If not for the fear of Carrie hunting me down and really making me pay for it. <laughs> no offense, but I've been hit by a semi-truck before. You have. You ain't doing shit to me. <sighs> <laughs> I was trying to sound tough. You just had to, be, you just, you just had to do it. Like, God damn, yeah. freaking... Yeah, okay, one more. Why not? Semi-truck. I even gave you one. You, I you, even gave you one. You, you earned it. You earned it. You got hit by a semi-truck. Listen... <laughs> Even if I had a 50 cal and your back was turned, I ain't messing with Mrs. Morales. That's a... Oh, you think you'd get a shot off? She's from Texas. She'd be sniping you. No, I'm talking about if I did it to you. <laughs> She'd know it was me. <laughs> you think it's the first time I've been shot? Oh, well, you are brown. I've been stabbed at. I've never been actually stabbed. But you are from Amarillo, which I thought was not, I mean, like, on a... Well, people are dumb there. Well, you have no idea. Well, I'm from OKC, man. I mean, like, like it's like, which one, like, what day of the week is heavier than the other? But neither than that, I love you. You're my bro. I would never do that to you. But I know you would absolutely do that to me. To... <laughs> <laughs> Two years. Two years. I never did that Two to you. Years. Two years. Uh, you just can't let it go. <laughs> you just can't let it go. Ah, <laughs> uh, not saying I'm holding a grudge, but but I'm, I'm holding a grudge. Keep that one in the back pocket for back just pocket. such an occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm. But nonetheless, you know, on top of a uh, top of comic books, yeah, you know, we also got to watch check out uh. AW Revolution this past weekend. So happy with that one, man. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a good show overall. Freaking, uh, your boy still undefeated as far as the bet goes. Yeah, what are you seventy five bucks? Yeah, yeah. At least a uh, was it a 
a grappling hook, and first appearance of Taskmaster. Yeah, you earned it, man. You especially earned it on this one, man. Like, uh, and I gotta say, I tried to cheat. I asked all you my, cheated. I asked all my boys your picks, and they all failed. Uh, granted, I didn't. Yeah. Pick, uh, granted, I didn't pick hardly any of their picks. <laughs> you just you didn't trust the, uh, the the coin. You left two of them up to the coin, and I, that didn't quite work out in your favor. <laughs> the coins are here somewhere. I just saw it. Yeah, here it is. You stupid coin. <laughs> you stupid coin. I'm gonna melt you and make a thimble out of you. Not even a thimble. I even put the X on the heavier side. Hey, but if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But I still went with my gut, and my gut was wrong. <laughs> very, very wrong. You're like, you're like, I need a new gut. Yes. Yeah, but hey, Greg, you you were almost at a perfect card, weren't you? Yeah, it was one match off. Freaking, I, uh... Who effed it up for you? I, no, it was uh, the Jericho match. Jericho, Ricky Starks. I went Jericho. Should have gone... Starks was the obvious choice and freaking I really my money was based on the fact they were talking about how all the JAS were going to be barred from ringside that freaking somebody outside of the JAS would interfere and uh, help Jericho win and you know is what it is just didn't know did one one answer away from a perfect score yeah my homeboy uh, came over I had uh, Cody and Juan over man um uh, we all work at the same uh, place of work, uh, <laughs> and uh, we all are rabid wrestling fans. We we all have our own um, individual uh, favorite things, so it's always a great conversation. Uh, Freaking nice. Juan, uh, Juan uh, came up. Um, by the way, I shared our Impact uh, password because I got the uh, New Japan hookup, so we got everything. Okay. Yeah, we got everything. I'm gonna text Wait. that too. Yeah, we got everything now, and uh, freaking had a great conversation beforehand. Um, it kind of was spur of the moment. I was worried that you know, because it was a Sunday, and I'm like, man, I can't have my homies over, man. I'm like, I gotta go to work in the morning, and uh, yeah, we just chilled, had uh, like two, three shots, and uh, we ki- we killed the twelve pack, and um, well, hey, let's get some food. And I'm like, wait a minute, I got fresh salsa. I made bean tacos, man devoured man it was a it was a gourmet feast man like i really killed it on the on the food man i was really proud of that you know oh nice yeah bean tacos fresh uh um cody made sure we uh knocked on the sky for a minute but uh we laid off a little cody i mean he can i mean i i'm i don't know which rapper taught him how to roll a blunt but it was pure it was a good night. Gotcha. <laughs> I, that's why I was in bed at 10.30. Woke up all fresh as a daisy on Monday. But um, good times. Um, anything that stuck out in particular? I mean, like, uh, I've asked you before, like, uh, uh, anything uh, y'all do over at uh, the Morales Mansion there? Uh, stuck out? You guys do some wings? or I'm sorry. I, I, like, no, these, just, I like these details, man. We got, we got a pizza. Got a pizza. Just kind of relaxed. Watched the show. Freaking had some... Uh... Just sat back and enjoyed it, man. Freaking, there was a couple of really good matches that I really enjoyed. Freaking, like the, uh, like Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. Oh, that was great. 
That was a good one. Freaking, uh, freaking Mox and Mox and Hangman killed it. Killed it. Uh, it was really solid. Freaking uh, MJF and Danielson was, you know, kind of. It was really good. I didn't. I thought the ending could have been a little bit like I. I think the ending was better if you watch Dynamite because Danielson cut a promo talking about the thought, like his thought process towards the end of the match. So I think that kind of brought it home in a way that just watching the match didn't. Danielson, I thought, I thought, oh, hmm? Danielson always worries me when I watch him because the first time I saw him wrestle was Luke Harper after uh, 95, uh, uh, 2015, forgive me, um, WrestleMania, and Harper broke him that night. Gotcha. And it was like one or two, one or two weeks after. It was the first time I saw Harper. It was the first time I really like paid it or knew anything about um, Daniel Bryan and or Daniel Branson. And um, watching him just escalate the match was the best part of it, the entire entire thing for me. Like you know, we we talk obviously. MJF is going over. Obviously, MJF is going over. MJF is going over. But the hope he gave me in the last 25 minutes, like the way it just mm-hmm. kept escalating and escalating and escalating and just him really like, like I I finally saw, and I've seen bits of it before, but that laser focus for an hour, mm-hmm. that laser focus for an hour, I truly finally saw why like how much you love this guy and i've seen bits of it like i said but uh the hope that this might happen yeah not brian danielson's freaking yeah he, he's phenomenal one of the best in my opinion like he's definitely the kind of guy that i enjoy watch wrestle um but yeah no i freaking him going out there and like it was a stamp of approval that mjf needed as a champion oh yeah you know, freaking, I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger on it this soon personally, but freaking, it was a match that it was set up to give him uh, credibility. You know, the same way that, like, when Cena was uh, starting out as, you know, the guy in WWE, okay. you know, the first guys they were putting him against was Jericho, Kurt Angle, all these guys that were giving him credibility. Mm-hmm. to the point where he could be seen as the top guy. And Danielson did that for MJF. He really did. That was an excellent match. And I thought I was going to get bored. Like, uh, when I first went into that, I was thinking about, I remember seeing a, a band called Ice Earth, a metal band, and they promised us, like, an hour-long song. And, like, within five minutes, I'm like, I was outside smoking a cigarette, waiting for it to be over. And that did not happen. That yeah. That didn't. I mean, that's just playing metal. You can if you play metal, you know what you're doing. You can entertain a crowd. But if you're, when do you think they got blown up? Like, have you ever done a match like that before? I, I've done the hour. Yeah, I've only done it once. Um, they didn't. I didn't see any. Like, no, they no point where they holding each other for too forward. long or. Yeah. No, they, they they were solid, man. Freaking, you know, MJF had obviously 
I did. Brian Danielson is always, you know, ready to go. And yeah, MJF, you could physically look at him and see that he had lost some weight and he had shredded himself up. He did. And he was doing, he was, he was, you know, he was prepared for the match. You know, there's definitely, there's ways to work around it if you, you know, if you are in trouble with your breathing in a match like that or in any match. But, you know, they never, they never pulled those tricks of the trade out. They never went to that point where they were like, oh, we've got to do this for, you know, you got to just you gotta give me a minute. I'm, I'll be, I'll be fine. You know, they definitely, they kept a good pace the whole way through and they sprinkled in. Um, you know, like I said, they kind of up the ante as they went along. Yeah, it, it definitely escalated. And I, I like the fact, and it's, uh, as a former DJ or just people that tell s- stories just in general, like, uh, you, you got to take people a journey up and down. Like you play the banger, you give them a quick, like uh, a low, the, you know, give them a breather, but it's still a good song, but it's not just so energetic. You're just popping and you're, you know, done in the next eight minutes. <laughs> You know, it's it's a it's a good vibration up and down like a snake, but this just escalated. Mm-hmm. This just escalated, and yeah. I was proud of him. And it, I don't know, man. Like, you ever feel like you paid the fifty, and you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> like, oh, know? a bunch, a bunch, dude. I mean, I've been a wrestling fan for since I was a freaking kid. Yeah, you know, there there are many times when you put money into something, and you're just like, this was not. No, this wasn't worth like even like the $30 that it used to be in the nineties. Yeah. This just, this just wasn't, I mean, heck dude, I grew up in the freaking, I, I was around in freaking 2000s WCW. Yeah. Like there were plenty of times where I freaking, you know, there were times I freaking watched, you know, nitros and was like, this just wasn't worth my time. Yeah. Could have been watching cartoons yeah. or playing yeah. video games. Yeah. I mean, there was a time in, you know, the mid nineties when freaking, you know, I turned off wrestling for good for a good couple of years and freaking just would watch reruns of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because I just got fed up with the product. Fresh Prince always delivers. Yeah. We're not going down that rabbit hole because that's going to be a whole... No. We're going to have to do the whole Fresh Prince... We're going to have to do the whole Fresh Prince minefields. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely times where you freaking invest in stuff and, you know, and it just hasn't... You know, it hasn't paid off the way you think it wasn't worth the money you spent to freaking get the opportunity to watch the show. No. I mean, if you're into pro wrestling or UFC or freaking most most sports at some point or another, it's just been like, oh, man, that game was horrible. You know, everyone, everyone's been to that blowout football game. Oh, yeah. So but this I mean, was the, it, this it, was it, the yeah. opposite. This was the opposite. There was no BS surprises we knew FDR was coming back. Just finally, it wasn't like, yay, oh my God, we didn't see this coming. No. Yes, finally, this needs to happen. Just let's see it happen. Uh, let's move on. And the whole card was just exceptional wrestling. Yeah. It was good. It was solid. It, you know, I think it actually was shorter. I know it definitely had less matches because you had the Iron Man match. Yeah. Definitely, I think it was a good half hour shorter than most AEW shows, which helps with, you know, crowd fatigue, mm-hmm. you know, but I think, yeah, overall it was definitely one of the, probably the better shows they put on since I take probably Forbidden Door last year. That's a good call. Forbidden Door was the last time I popped that hard. 
Yeah, 100%. Uh, as we transition, um, the plant. You called it. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about it. The plant. Uh, it, 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 it was a cool effect, but freaking... I guess you want to... Do you want to set the stage for it first for people I, who didn't watch the pay-per-view? I do, actually, because I actually showed uh, – I woke up early this morning. I like, uh, went to bed early last night, woke up early just because I've got, like, a six-hour timer. And freaking woke up, called my homegirl and freaking uh, – oh, I got a girlfriend now. I forgot to tell you about that. That's good. It's actually awesome. I'm serious. And – um. You didn't give her the blanket back, did you? No, it's not Jenny, dude. No. Oh, thank God. No, 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 no. I I'm actually can't wait to... Uh, I can't wait for you to meet her. You're you're going to like her a lot. I did, I did, okay. I did it exceptional. Sweet. I did exceptional. Well, uh, call her. I'm like, hey, love. What are you doing awake? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, you haven't seen your mom in a couple days. Or like a month. Go to your mom's house. <laughs> like, all right, I'm getting thirsty on this, and uh, we're talking. You were just getting caught up and with my mom, and uh, I was like, you gotta see this clip. And I showed her MJF, and she's like, why would he do that to the little kid? And I was like, okay, here's a couple things. We're gonna talk about the show tonight. Um, it's a plant. She's like, what do you mean plant? I'm like, that kid was hired to be there to get water or, I don't know, like, you think they carefully chose it to not to be look like beer or something like that? Like, like I'm, I assume someone was like, beer right in the face, you know? Uh, but no, it's got to be water. Yeah, well, I, I've heard stories, like, people are like, oh my god, it was vodka or it was tequila. And like, no, yeah. it was water. The kid had his, his hoodie over. Like, like clearly yeah. over most of his face, yeah, and and he gets the he, he, MGF grabs the the water right in the, the face, beverage. and of course you're gonna feel like totally terrible for the kid because he's in the front row, he's got his little championship belt on, and um, his big black mother is right behind him, and mm-hmm. and mom's like. Why do you think that? Why does Tony think this is a plant? Well, he said it was a plant, but then I was like, "Wait a minute! I believe you," because that mother—if that really would have happened—he would have never left the building in half. <laughs> like he wouldn't have yeah. got—he wouldn't have gotten over the barricade. Like she would have grabbed him yeah. and broke him. Yeah. Under no circumstances. Now, tiny little Karen, Mama. She he, he would have ended up on TMZ the next day like Kevin Owens did a couple years ago when he told that kid not to wear a shirt no more. But a real mama? No, thank you. No, he would have been... Yeah. She would have broke him. She would, like... Yeah, no doubt. On a scale of white to brown, anyone that's not white, brown, to that mama... There have been nails broken, eyes clawed out. How dare you? Mm-mm. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, guys. Uh, he was taken backstage and given the royal treatment. He's going to go to Sacramento and get great tickets. And, you know, no. Get out. Get out of here. 
But it got what it it got what they wanted. It got everybody talking. It was on. They get people talking. It got on actual news sites that weren't rag sites. That's funny. Yep. It it went that far. Uh, it it got us to pop, man. Like it was a full three three party. Be like, holy, like just like total jinx. Uh, never seen that before, but it it was cool. <laughs> like I liked it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's a nice little touch for you to get over the thought process that he's just a horrible person eating pickles, you know, and that's that's what he's there for, you know, that's his job just to, you know, basically get paid to be a horrible person. 20 years in the business, did you pop? Uh, it was all right. <laughs> you just gotta like, be, you, know, you just kinda, gotta do it. <laughs> I'm kind of jaded, man. Like, it's just kind of, like, it was cool. Like, freaking, it, it's, you know, I can't. Last time I, I'm trying to think of the last time I really just kind of, like, lost my, I think. Like, it'd be one of those things, like, if I was there, it'd be like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> yeah, you're infected Cause, with the crowd, but it's different. Yeah, yeah? exactly. Yeah. Because last time, last time I really popped was when I went to Supercard of Honor last year. And freaking Minoru Suzuki came out, Ooh. and we were all just singing his little singing his song, not knowing the words. And freaking, you know, that big crescendo, you know, Kajani Hooray. I'm probably still butchering it, but freaking, that was the last time I really popped. And then like that that night, and then they followed it up with the uh, first time FTR versus the Briscoe Brothers. Ooh. Freaking, and you know that was something that was like that was special, amazing. That was special, you know. You know, and that was probably the last time I really just kind of let loose and just got to be a real fan and just enjoy some wrestling. Man, the nosebleed seats in California are like freaking like forty five dollars. Man, Southwest flies. Hey, man. Southwest flies, man. Or we can drive. I don't know, man. I don't know if Carrie. No, I've driven to San. I've driven to San Francisco before. That's twenty hours. We could do it. A lot of comic book shops on the way. <laughs> A lot of comic book shops on the way. <laughs> no, I don't know. If you got to go to like freaking there's Wyoming. Wyoming ain't got nothing. Salt Lake. Salt Lake actually has a con, so they probably have some stores. Yeah, but you wouldn't. No one would have thought that Lubbock didn't have nothing, or Marilla didn't have yeah. nothing. And we, we, we Vikinged those stores. Yeah, that's true. That is true. California is going to have some like California, from what I understand, because they watch a lot of YouTube videos. And there are a couple of guys that come out of California, and they got freaking. They get some mad, crazy stuff. Well. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. We're probably we'll put big. A, we'll put, put, a, put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Come back to that off air. We're probably bigger than come, <laughs> come back to that off air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, got, they got collections that freaking, that we're not, that we, we might be able to touch, but not. Yeah, but. Do they? They're definitely kicking our butts. Do they run uh, the best fed in Colorado? Do they have the devotion? No, they live in California. Hmm? Uh, just, devotions in Salt Lake City. Uh, you just, just can't give me one, can you? 
No, not, not one. Not one. Don't not even, one. don't even stub your toe in front of Tony Morales. He'll, you'll be. Oh, no. Put, put in perspective. That'd be funny if you're not being able to walk. Put in perspective. You stub your toe in a doorway, walking into anywhere. A week later, you're walking into like, I don't know, Applebee's, where we routinely plan things out, and. Yeah. He might open the door and then grab you and be like, watch your toe, baby. It's, it's still hurt. Calm, he, calm down there, Stubby McGinty. <laughs> he will not let it go. He remembers things from almost three years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I, I do. I think that's why my mom likes you so much, man. <laughs> she always asks about you. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when I went over uh, today, she was like, so I... Uh, you, it was like two years ago. I was, uh, was like, we need to make uh, Morales Jr. A, a vest. And she's like, there's a new thrift store. They had this little vest. Uh, how old is how old Jr. now? Oh, for the the more Moxley was coming to con. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, and uh, I was like, he's seven now. He's seven, right? Seven, yeah. He'll be eight at the end of the month. Yeah, and she's like, I think I know how, I think I know how big a seven-year-old seven kid is. I, I, think, I think I saw one. So we... we She's like denim or leather. I'm like denim. So we might have a uh, mad mama hookup. Make him a cool vest. Nice. With hair like that, awesome. he need, he needs a vest. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. Mad pockets. Hot Wheels. Gogurt one corner. Capri Sun on the other. He does love a good Capri Sun. I'll give you that. Mm. But yeah, nah, man, freaking. Like I said, I'd love to put a pin in that whole California idea. Mm. Yeah, we, we, like, if it's that cheap and we've budgeted for worse. This is true. We have budgeted true. for worse. But Supercar to Honor, I think it's got our name on it, man, because if. I mean, in all honesty, like, we're going to talk about some other stuff, but, you know, off camera, but, ah, uh, this might be the year when, this when, is true. when ROH hits the juice. Yeah, it just might be. See what they do, what they got, man. Freaking their TV show started up last week. Freaking haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but... Freaking out to see where that first episode went. Yeah. But yeah, man, let's uh, maybe we should dig into some comics real quick. Let's uh, see what's in the box. See what's in the box, uh, man. Uh, let me go first because mine's lame. Okay. Mine's a lesson. A lesson? Yeah, it's a lesson. It's something I uh, dug out. It's actually my favorite variant cover. I've never, sh uh, I've, I've shown you a, a picture on my phone of what it looks like. You're just pulling up just a random photo of it. Um, but um, I think you're gonna get it when you see it. Oh wow! That Is was... that you and Colin as stepbrothers? <laughs> no, that's the inspiration for the uh, the the one of the coolest photos I ever took. I never got to use. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is the uh, Sex Criminals number one. 
It's labeled as the second printing of the fourth printing, so it's actually the fifth printing, but it's worth more than the actual first printing. Really? Yes. Yes. This is going for 28, 38. First printing is anywhere from 20 to 25. But the the thought process into this, like just the fun, just the fun in it. This is this is where I got the idea from that CSW photo I couldn't use. Oh yeah, it's it's actually it's actually a heavier print than the than the original printing. Like the paper's better, (laughs) like the paper's better. Um, That's why it's more expensive. And and just the idea that they're having this much fun, like and. this is kind of a, this was actually a big inspiration for me for just having like a lark or just like figuring out some random thing to do that we have done since the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to do it until you came on board because you're like, yeah, screw it, let's do it. Let's have some fun. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? You know, it's not, it's not costing us money. It's not like we're printing on 35 millimeter film and like every like five seconds is $10 out of our pocket. I mean, like we... Jesus, man, I told you about those. I showed you the BSD cards. We could film for a week. This is true. This is true. We could film and everything. <laughs> uh, just uh, sex criminals, I, under no circumstances, abuela friendly. This one. We're going to wait till Grandma mm-hmm. Abuelita is passed out, and we know for certain she's asleep. Before we even start talking about this, this is a dark. We gotta do a dark soon. Uh, we've got a lot in the back burner for that. But freaking, I just wanted That's to bring. True. I wanted to bring that up. I, there was a couple. Um, there was a set I found that we have to find for you first before we even touch that. Like honestly, because uh, you held back on um, a DC book like two weeks ago, and I what was it? Uh, it was a dead series. Um, Oh, that Dead Man one you were talking about? No, not Dead Man. Uh, you read a book and you're like, did you read this? And I'm like, no. And you're like, you screwed up. Let me know when you finished them. Um, it's escaping me. It's not a deceased. It is a deceased. No, I've got all the deceased. Uh, it's another one that's I've like... Even, I've even read the one that was the internet exclusive. It's a, it's a, it's another, like, uh, I don't want to say Elseworlds because they don't do that no more, but like, you know, side little... DC gimmick there that you're like, did you read these? And I'm like, no. And you're like, you need to read them. Let me know when you're caught up. Because you just finished the last issue, issue six. And you're like, I can't I can't do that to you. I don't even remember. I remember telling you to read the uh, the, the the Gotham Cop one. Nope. The blue, uh, nope, blue nope. shield. Nope. It is. No, no. This is something more, this is something more like visceral. Um, the series I told you that we gotta get you. It, it would be doing. The one you said was age, The one you said was Age of Ultron, last one, but uh, ah, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. No, I said Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah, we gotta find you Age of Ultron before we do that because it's gotta be like a short box on them. That one's so good. If I tell you anything about that, it's gonna be bad. And now that you spilled the beans, uh, if you, this came out like two years before Age of Ultron came out, maybe two and a half years, 
and mm-hmm. everyone thought that, that okay, this book is out. That's what I'm gonna do. And, you know, it's it's not anything. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing like. Nothing like it. Hmm. That sucks. I really like James Spader as Ultron. No, I uh, well, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm gonna reread this. Put a gonna put some shot A on and reread Age of Ultron and have uh, James Spader's uh... babies. No, we used to Sherry and I used to do this gimmick called uh, Sexy Spader Sundays, where we'd just find a bunch of hot pictures of James Spader and post them on Instagram. They're still there. You can look. We would post like 10 photos of James Spader on Sundays. Sexy Spader Sundays. Sometimes it really is just shooting fish in a barrel. I swear. (laughs) (sighs) Are you surprised? Sometimes that that low, no, not at all. It's just that low-hanging fruit. Sometimes it just Sometimes it just falls off the tree and is hanging out on the ground. Not this one, man. It might be low-hanging fruit, but you're going to have to jump up and down and do some work to get the fruit off of this one, brother. Somehow I know. (laughs) Judging from your history, somehow I doubt that a lot. Not with James Spader. Uh, (laughs) Your turn. Let's let's switch some gears here. You're what's in the box. Not what's in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you that. That was good. <laughs> that got that popped me. <laughs> All right. So remember last year we were freaking kind of going off about how great the Robin series was, right? Yes, sir. And you know, I was uh, I kind of got on a I got on a kick last year, and I tried to get as many of the Al Ghul first appearances as I could. Of course, was able to get Ray Al Ghul's first appearance, Tali Al Ghul's first twice. appearance, uh, twice. Freaking with uh. You know, obviously, if you got the Robin series, you get the first appearance of Mother's Soul, first appearance of a flat scan, Robin's girlfriend. I've got Damien's first appearance. But there was one villain in there that I had not been able to find his first appearance yet. And I looked long and hard, and I now have Batman issue 180, the first appearance of a Lord Deathman. <laughs> Oh, nice. Oh, dude. Let me look at that one more time. Oh, dude. That's awesome, man. That is a glorious yeah. cover. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's classic Batman freaking uh I didn't even look at what year this actually was. It's got to be freaking I think it was the 70s at least. Let me see here. We'll open it up real quick. Find out exactly what year. Let me uh, just tell yeah. me. Don't 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 get them greasy mitts on that. Just oh. tell me what issue one more time. Issue one eighty from nineteen sixty six. Yeah, my dad was six. My dad was one. Your parents. You're a year older than me. <laughs> your parents got started early. No, no, no. My dad was born in I think fifty-seven. All right. What am I looking my for? My dad was like my dad was like eight. What am eight, I looking nine, for? Nine. On this particular issue, uh, Batman one eighty. That yep. was nineteen sixty-six. Nineteen sixty-six. And uh, what information were you looking for in particular? Oh, that was just it. I was looking for what year it was. Yeah, artist Gil Kane, 
Sheldon Moldoff, Henry Boltinoff, Gaspar Saldanil, in Ira Schnapp, publisher DC Comics, 36 pages. Actual publication yeah. date, April 30th, 1966. Cover price, 12 freaking cents. 12 centers. 12 center. Yeah, freaking. Funny thing, though, the very next issue, first appearance of Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah, I just... He predates, he predates Poison Ivy by one month. The cover's glorious, man. Like, what a great cover, man. Like, yeah, that's a like, lot of fun, man. Mm-hmm. Doing... Dude, doing a cover like this or just art like this in the rain, it's, mm-hmm. oh my God, <laughs> that's like negative space retreating, like, like you're, you're ruining your art with white over your, your inks. Like that's dangerous. Yeah. Plus look at Robin's chubby cheeks. Dude, so He's got the chubby cheeks. Chubby cheeks, man. Like, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it kind of like at some point we're going to do a list, like maybe like top ten, fun, goofy second tier villains. I definitely think Lord Deathman would be uh, somewhere at the top of those lists. I'm I'm gonna lose between, that between him, between him and Ten Eyed Man. Oh no 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 <laughs> no no! Don't you tell me Ten Eyed Man is goofy? Are you kidding me? That man is a nightmare. Now, have you I, have you seen his first appearance issues? Yes. Yes. Like they re, they redid him and redid him well, but he is somebody that definitely had to be freaking completely redone. Then there's got to be some rules on this because it's uh, like uh, like honestly like the second you said we got to do like these like like second tier. I don't know, sidekicks thing. Like, my entire list is going to be, like, everyone that's not the tick in the tick. That's not fair. Well, that that doesn't count, though. Like, yes, the it combo, does. The whole reason the tick is the tick is because the entire concept is goofy. No, the entire reason the tick is the tick is because uh, Frank Miller did Daredevil. Like, like it's a, it, it's, it is a spoof. But there is comic tropes that have come out of the tick that are undeniable that you can't tell me that it's like like okay it's like um where there's scream and there's scary movie okay yeah the tick is not scary movie to scream the tick was supposed to be scary movie to scream and it got better than most other comic books and i'm only talking about the original edlin run and uh Eli Stone's run and and Big Blue Destiny, um, and the and the cartoon. Obviously, there are other tropes that came out of that. And but I, it was still it's still a spoof. No, at the core at the core of the story, it's still a spoof. That might be with the American made Batman. Well, <laughs> Stan the Giant Lizard. Thrackerzog, uh, Aquarius, the <laughs> the god of Aquarius. <laughs> yeah, okay. See, you can't even say it without laughing. I can't because it's great. It's great. Like, 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 like. That's like trying to say that like uh, airplane is as good as airport. Like that's what that movie was ba- like a, a spoof on, 
Um, a very serious movie, and then you're telling me that airport airplane isn't better than a movie no one knows exists anymore? Like, no, thank you. About, but it, it's still meant as a spoof. Okay. It's still at its core a spoof. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, and whatever you want to call yourself of minefields, Tony Morales is a literal man, and I will give it to them. Give it to that. Okay. It's still better. I'm just saying, Killer Moth and freaking Batman makes freaking it's way goofier than freaking and way more of a like a Joe character than if like if you redid it in the Harley Quinn cartoon where everything is meant to be a joke. Well, then then like take it another step and like what about Watchmen, man? Like Night Owl is Batman. It's supposed to be. Yeah. But it's not a spoof. It's an homage. I'm I'm on the ex- exasperated guess I just gave is just he's correct. I know. By literal definition, okay. homage, homage and spoof are different. It's just that I'm trying to argue that sometimes the spoof might have better, greater cultural value and not pulp, pop culture value where it's like that we got to collect this and get all the toys. No, I'm talking about where it's supposed to be a spoof and it takes off and makes something better. That's what I should have been arguing. Oh, it definitely, it definitely can, but I'm def- yeah, but I, I, I still think the, the characters from like goofy characters in not goofy scenarios are bet like Kite Man is another viable goofball character. Or the calculator. Or Stilt Man. The calculator. Stilt Man. You know, there's, there's a million of them. King Just Shark. Just like solid... Solid BC tier villains, uh, freaking Toy Man. Toy Man. Oh, we 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 would have talked about him a little bit, but look, while we wind this down real quick, King Shark. I would say this 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 is a story for this is a podcast for this is an entirely different podcast we could have. Yeah, King Shark. We're just gonna go off on these characters. King Shark. I mean, like I, I never took him seriously until Suicide Squad, uh, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't. I didn't give a damn that for here's your one that freaking five so far. that Stallone so uh, freaking the Stallone was voicing him he was wonderful mm-hmm. like that like it was a spoof that just made it better like like we we found as many shark uh, King Shark books as we could like you collected your entire collection after that. You almost wanted to beat me to death thinking I had freaking texted you spoilers for freaking spoil for uh, Suicide Squad. For Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Which uh, it would have actually been a viable solution for a spoiler for that movie. Yeah. But yeah, like freaking. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a whole topic we could do on in and of itself, though. It's just kind of like. Agreed. I agree. Yeah, just goofy, goofy characters and freaking comic, comic books, comic book movies. Heck, Polka Dot Man. Yeah. You know, heck, Suicide Squad is basically full of characters you could utilize from different, uh, different, you know, iterations of the book. I swear to God. There's at least you know, two to three each freaking roster that you could just utilize as freaking goofball gimmicks. Right. I swear to God, Uncle Todd did the Suicide Squad as a joke, just as just to make some money off of it and see that all these dummies are gonna buy it because this movie rules that that awesome. And 
Uh, the only the only thing I think that was a missed opportunity was that because he released the the big set, and then mm-hmm. I got all the individual ones. And uh, but what I really think would have been a really good gimmick was that he knew he was going to release the set. Beautiful box. Mm-hmm. It's the only way you can get the King Shark uh, card. Yeah. But if you bought all of them together and pieced together King Shark, rip out the proof of purchases and get your exclusive and pay $100 for Amanda Waller. <laughs> I mean, like... He would have paid it. He would have paid it. I would have paid, paid, paid it immediately. I'd have been eating ramen for two weeks. <laughs> like... Like, to get my Amanda Waller mail away, and then I wouldn't have even opened the package it came in. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But, yeah, neither here nor there. We love Suicide Squad that much. We love these goofy characters. And it it's it's an argument that begs to be happened. Like, you know? And yeah. I'm not having the rest of this conversation with you until you've read the tick. Okay. Until, and uh, and you know just, what? Just, just, by the way, just wait, you heard Uncle Todd's going to start doing Task Force Z, right? Give me a second here. I, <laughs> I, I know reality. I know that everything you say is mostly a lie. <laughs> just to mess with me. <laughs> but I I was on there. I was on his. I was on his gram. Like five hours ago, and uh, you know, just uh, well, it looks like uh, ramen and a uh, loser bologna sandwich ramen on and hand. water. Yeah, ramen and water. Ramen and water. Are you serious? No, I'm just making it up. Of course, it'll you're... happen sooner or later. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Freaking like they 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 showed uh, John Henry man. They're doing Reign of the Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, just changing gears real quick. Freaking uh, John Bernthal posted Punisher's happening again. Nice. It's uh, will he, he get his own series? Will he get a freaking? Will he appear in freaking the next Spider Man? Will he appear in the next freaking? I would like to see him freaking show up as like maybe like a B villain, like hunting down Spider Man in the next freaking. Spider-Man movie. That could be fun. It'd be fun. I'd rather see a Daredevil movie. Well, yeah. He'll probably be in Daredevil Born Again, if nothing else. I want to see something. But it would be... like Just the fact that he was first appeared in Spider-Man, hunting Spider-Man, and just the whole thought process of being like, nobody knows Peter Parker, Spider-Man now. Yeah. Because they reversed it. And freaking... But yet the Punisher is trying to hunt him down. That would be insane. That'd be great. I don't know. If, I don't know if they'll ever do it, but just the Punisher hunting down Spider Man for half an issue, half a movie, and like they end up freaking come to terms at the end because of course they would. Man, I like fighting the bigger bad together. I'd like to see a twenty minute little fan film that Anishin Carr would make, like he did with uh, freaking Truth and Journalism, or uh, what was the other one? Um, the Punisher one. The Dirty Laundry. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I've watched that like a hundred times. Like that, like I'd like to see something great like that. But uh, man, we need to get some comics, man. You want to take a quick little break? Yeah, man. Let's take let's take two. 
Let's take two. All right. We are back. Uh, we're hitting the comic books now. We got uh, Icon versus hardcore, uh, Hardware number one. Uh, DC Comics through Milestone Imprints. A uh, little backstory on these books. Um, I actually just started reading them last year with Hardware Season 1. But uh, these, like I said, these uh, Milestone, this is their 30th year. I uh, started out as its own independent out, uh, outlet and then ended up being eventually uh, brought into DC through there. But uh, so we've got, we start out with uh, Rocket, who is actually Icon's sidekick. And he is, uh, Icon has sent her to Switzerland to go to school in a very uh, hoity-toity type of a private school. How hoity-toity? Uh, very hoity-toity. We got the uh, we got the classic Mean Girls here, and they actually she ended up her roommate actually ended up losing her former roommate because the uh, the Mean Girls are so mean to her that she hung herself. All right, and so then at there we're going there <laughs> at her funeral. They were like, you know, one down and you're next. So that's kind of kind of Mean Girls we're dealing with right now. And that deserve what's about to happen to them. Yeah. So while she's uh, getting acclimated to her new environment in Switzerland, we meet, uh, we go to Calvin Metcalf, or Curtis, pardon me, Curtis Metcalf, who is a hardware basically this more or less this gener- this uh, world's Iron Man and he is learning about Icon who is basically this gen- this world's Superman um, Icon is a- an alien from another world who uh, came to this came to Earth over 150 years ago and he basically he landed on a his ship landed on a plantation and he you know, he could he could, he could morph his body and made himself into a he became a black man basically. In, um, in and he pre Civil War times. In pre Civil War times, yep. And he has basically been living the life of every time he would get as you know because he aged slowly because he's like I said 150 years old over 150 years old. He would basically get new identification that made him his, his basically he would pretend to be his own son over and over and over again. And in the nineties, um, there was a uh, there was a rally to uh, oppose police violence, and the police shot a mutagenic. Um, liquid into the crowd known as Q-juice. And, Q-juice. Um, it, Q-juice. And it ended up killing many people, but it also uh, gave, gave... Well, it killed some people. It also gave others powers. And that it was become known as the, uh, the Big Bang. Because so many people either, like I said, either died or got powers from this that it became a... a a big, huge event, and was kind of the epicenter of this universe. And uh, Curtis was uh, blamed for it because he worked for the corporation 
uh, under its under its you know his boss who was in charge of it, and they had to give the blame to somebody else, so they put it all on Curtis. So he had taken the armor that he developed and basically kind of went on the run. This sounds awesome, man. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really good read. Like I said, I picked up the uh, season one of Hardware and couldn't put it down. But um, he's looking into Icon and kind of really kind of piece together who he is and what he came what he came from. And he ends up finding out that he that Icon is in fact an alien. And he goes to look for look for more information on him. While at the same time, we go back to the uh, the school in Switzerland, and those same Mean Girls are going after Rocket, his real name Raquel, and she, they she tries to tell them that you know they're in her seat. And she's like, no. That so she basically puts these uh, puts these girls in their place and they're obviously not too happy about it. But hardware ends up going to DC to Washington DC, I should say. Yes, sir. To gather up more information about the whereabouts of Icon. And he ends up breaking into a building because there are a, a lot of tunnels underneath DC, and he's looking to see where they might have put a ship, and he ends up taking a box. And as he's getting away, of course, you know, he, they try to stop him from taking the box, and he gets away with it. And he ends up getting out of there, and he ends up looking inside the box for what he thinks is, like I said, a ship. But it ends up being the instructions on the operation of a time machine. That's awesome. By by Benjamin Banneker. And he ends up testing it out to see, you know, what can he do? Because if he goes back in time enough, he can actually stop the Big Bang from happening, which would obviously clear his name. Of course. But before he does that, he has he wants to test it out. So he goes back to when he was a kid, twenty five years ago, because his uh, his father had left and he never really knew why. So he ends up going back in time to the day that his um, his mother ended up kicking his father out for being unfaithful, and because he, he had to know what happened. And he ends up following his dad to a um, he ends up following his dad to a bar, but before he does that, before he confronts his father, he ends up this guy ends up coming up behind him trying to sell him some drugs, huh. and he tells him, you know, he ends up telling him, hey, you know, if you just wait this out, and you know, sooner uh, sooner or later, this is going to become legal, and then you can really make some money. <laughs> So the uh, the drug dealer ends up, you know, he just kind of walks away from the drug dealer, and the drug dealer throws away the drugs. And I'm pretty sure that's going to lead to something later. So he goes in there and talks to his dad, who doesn't obviously doesn't know who he is. And you know, he just kind of talks to him about, you know, hey, being a 
he's like, you know, no matter what happens with you and your lady, you know, you got to be there for your kid, you know, because a lot of guys, you know, you don't understand how much that could affect him in the long term. You know, and they kind of, his dad listens to him even though he's angry. And then right when he, uh, you know, he's like, you know, maybe you're right. And and Calvin and Curtis is just like, you know, I, I know I am for both of us. And as his father says, thank you, he says, you're welcome. And he gets sucked back through time. I've heard of, like, how, how people will, like, wonder if there's a time machine, why your future self didn't show up to stop you. But I've never heard of getting sucked back through time to prevent something, which is what this sounds like. Or is it like the time machine only has a timer on it or something like that? I don't know if it's got a timer on it. It doesn't say. But uh, it could definitely be kind of flat, like, like Flashpoint almost. Oh. But we haven't gotten quite that far yet. He ends, up going, uh, he ends up going into the future one week before the Big Bang. And he ends up actually talking with himself, meeting himself. Um, and he's just like, you know, <laughs> he explains who he is. And then uh, pre, pre-Big pre Bang Calvin is like, oh, so a uh, butterfly effect. And, Cal- and Cur- or Curtis, pardon me. And he, Curtis, you know, hardware Curtis, current, current Curtis is just like, obviously, I don't care about the temporal effects on the time stream. So he's like, so what do I do now? And then he's going to go, he's going to make sure he's going to destroy that gas before uh, his boss decides to use it. So both Curtises grab the gas and take it to destroy it. They're, you know, they're stopped by his boss and security. And while they go to go to shoot uh, pre-Big Bang Curtis, uh, hardware steps in front of him. And they, the bullets that the cops shoot, the security shoots, ricochet off and actually end up killing his boss. All right. So we go into the future to see if, they, uh, if it actually solves the problem. And we end up finding out that Curtis is now in charge of Alva Industries. And that the Big Bang never happened, or while he says that the Big Bang doesn't happen, there still ends up being a global war with superpowered soldiers. Hmm. And he doesn't know if he's responsible for this, or if this is the result of his plan or not. Or this is where it should be. Yeah. So as we uh, as we end the issue, Icon, who's now dressed in different colors, is outside his window saying that they need to talk. I love these sort of issues when, like, because you picked this up just to try it out, right? Yeah, I just thought, like I said, I liked the hardware season one that came out last year. Yeah, we talked about that. But uh, adding actually, so I actually have, I don't have any any comic books with Icon in. Like, I've got the first appearance of Hardware. I picked up the first appearance of Static. It's, but uh, I haven't picked up any Icon, so I was definitely kind of interested to see what would happen with it. No, that that this sounds great, man. Uh, the only rebuttal I have, if it's not that I have a rebuttal ready for you every time, like I should, I just like just listening. 
freaking is that uh, recent theories is that the Big Bang Theory is after uh, another big crunch um, is that uh, where all the matter in the universe comes back together before another Big Bang is that it gets so hot that protons and electrons uh, well, let me phrase that um, neutrons and electrons cannot form a bond with a proton you know this basic structure of an atom where it's that Mm -hmm. hot and that much of a soupy mess and and they're playing with that this sounds great and time travel always does scare me because i'll get lured in like uh one of my biggest disappointments in comic books was how morning glories ended if it actually ended at all because it got so convoluted in time travel, I was done. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I mean, I've got most of them. I've read half of them. But you get lost in a time travel soup, uh, good luck to you. Because, like, what, you got to read the last four episodes and download the Cheater Guide, Dummies Guide, to Morning Glories. That's what it felt like. Nick Spencer was ruling that, man. I'm... That's actually uh, my my snap screen on my phone is a, a Morning Glories cover, and oh, okay. I, I still mourn the lack of a good time travel story because it just maybe I'm just stupid. Yeah, actually, let me give it to him. Let me give it to him. Maybe it's so good I'm too stupid to freaking understand it. But when it comes to that sort of thing, man, uh, you get lost in the ether when it comes to time travel. And, but this sounds amazing. Like, uh, I like the way yeah, you're... You, you definitely can. It's just, it's just definitely... Uh, like, it's one of those things where you definitely have to, like, kind of come in with a good game plan to really kind of get the landing to stick. Right. I've got a... Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple little quickies. Uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Frank is having nightmares that has taken him through time and space because, of course, he has a broken shard of the the time time gem. So the Punisher likes jewelry. <sighs> and he's got a cool motorcycle and a leather jacket. It's, it's gnarly. <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's old west style. Like, this starts at Old West style. The last time I remember reading, uh, if I'm not incorrect, because I'm pretty sure I am correct on this one, is that last time uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider was basically trying to travel through time to kill Hitler, a.k.a. Thanos, and couldn't do it, and raised an even more powerful Thanos. Um, not too house schooled uh, all y'all are when it comes to uh cosmic ghost rider but basically he came from the pages of uh thanos wins now i don't know how much you know about thanos minefielders out there but if there's a new thanos book get it it's usually five six seven issues maybe 12 um not one is a disappointment we got this Frank Castle, at, uh, one of the last surviving humans, imbued with the powers of the Ghost Rider, and then uh, taken upon as the Herald of Thanos, 
as if he was as powerful as Galactus, and even he's dead. Um, Hallow's Eve, number one, from the pages of Dark Web. I had a lot of hope for this this character. A lot of hope. Because mm-hmm. she was so fun and, and, and so powerful and so driven. I, I hear about how we talk about it all the time and like, you know, like, well, where's your fr- strong female character? I don't know. We just didn't make her. Well, make one. And then you get Lionheart. Which is so in- ingenuous. Disingenuous. So disingenuous. It's mm-hmm. like, we need a little black girl. She might be trans. Like, like, it doesn't matter. Like, 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 you're making something up to satisfy some sort of status quo. Yeah. Not saying uh, Lionheart isn't good. What I'm saying is I, I feel like I'm being cheated when I'm not saying she should be white. Not, that's what I'm saying. I can tell where you're coming from. Like like you're 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 trying to beef up sales. Check a box. Yeah, and check a box. Like like that's not like that that is making the crowd that you're trying to sell the comics to. Uh, I'd be offended if I was part of that. Um, Hell is Eve, latest new character from Web of Spider Man. Like she can put a mask on and turn into the mask. Tries to rob a bank. Gets shot, freaks out, panics, rather than try to talk to the security guard that is shooting at her because he's basically just soiling his pantaloons, uh, puts a werewolf mask on, turns into a werewolf, but the thing is, is that the mask can control her too. If she turns into a werewolf, she's not 100% herself. The, The wolf will take over. And uh, she gets away. She's hoarding some money to make sure when Ben comes back, that eventually comes back, that she's got a good nest egg and they can be together again. Ah, oh, this is a romance. Okay. Oh, it's the Ben Riley. It's a romance comic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't going to tell you, but... <laughs> but uh, freaking... Uh, she bites the uh, security guard. He's like, thank God. I'm not dead. They eventually pull him out, stitch him up, get him into, uh, trying to get him into the, uh, freaking, uh, ambulance, and it's a full moon, and he turns into a werewolf. Here comes issue two. Thank you. Love it. The arc, the arc was great, man. It's, it's not one of those books, like, like, I, we complain, where, like, like, I was complaining earlier about She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. But, Hallow's Eve. Another of your many romance novels. Yeah, this is this is this is uh, uh we gotta do a Fabio cover. I said that out loud, didn't I? Mind fillers, well, yeah, have, yeah, have yeah, a good yeah. night. I'm fired. <laughs> nah. Wouldn't you technically be the boss? No, I'm not the boss of nothing, man. This is amorphous, man. Everything we've done has been amorphous, man. I don't know. The paycheck I get every week says it's not amorphous, but okay. Your, your name's on the paycheck. Uh, we specifically discuss not to discuss taxes on anything recorded. Oh, yeah. Get that last part. 
<laughs> nah. Nah, we don't Dennis work. from the record. We don't work that way here at Minefields. We don't work that way. Well, we do. I mean, depends, you know, if there's an actual LLC and we've got other things to worry about. But I appreciate your concern. But I want you to know I got the same respect that you got for me. Take it up with Minefields Corporate. Yeah. It's just a P.O. box and a freaking... Uh, in Saskatoon, Alaska. <laughs> Saskatoon. It's uh, Fargo, North Dakota. Ah, Sorry, buddy. It's snowing. Everyone's out of the office. Also, the Shell Company owns us. With the gasoline? Yeah, that too. Uh, but we'll find about that later. Uh, nice. Man, uh, Savage Dragon was good. Oh, I really... Uh, Rogue and Gambit, another... Not going into that. <laughs> another romance novel? Dude, I'm just loving these romance, mans. Uh, like, uh... She-Hulk really kind of... Isn't helping the cause, but freaking... Uh, what do you want to do next? Batman or freaking... Uh, Murder World, Let's man? Go Bat- Let's go with Batman. Let's go with Batman. And it ended on Moita World. Moita World. Moita World. Moita. Alright, so Batman's still in this alternate uh, reality. And we find out that the uh, this reality's Riddler is giving kids riddles. And if they don't get them correctly, they are being sent to Arkham. Which wrestler is this one? Like, like, I swear to God, I, I couldn't put my finger on which, which wrestler is this guy based off of. The Riddler? Yeah, look at him, man. He's huge. He's got a cool yeah, head. He, he's a big dude, but he's freaking... He's got to be based off of looking at We're looking at the picture from the perspective of the kid, so, I mean, it might just be that he's, you know, just bigger than a kid. And he's definitely not having a good time. In the hospital. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, he ends up uh, trying to sending these kids to Arkham. And before we know it, we see, you know, back from the dead Bruce Wayne in a Batman, a makeshift Batman outfit coming down on the Riddler. Because, you know, freaking the rules for Batman still apply no matter what what world in the multiverse you're in. Yeah, we end up uh, going back to to Arkham, where Selina, who's working for the Red... Uh, is it the Red Mask? The yeah, Red, Red Mask. Mask. Red Mask. And freaking, you know, it's coming, it's coming in with two of his orderlies, and she shows him a picture of the Riddler beaten and bloodied in a hospital bed. And the Selina starts asking one too many questions... You know, talking about how she doesn't, you know, she didn't sign up to hurt kids. You know, Red Mask, apparently, who has some super speed with him. Looks like he's probably got one with the speed force. There's some mist there. Eh, I'm not so sure about the mist, but I definitely see some speed force lightning there. No, it's definitely speed. I'm not, I'm not discrediting that. There's absolutely some speed force lightning there. Yeah, he gives her a couple of good shots, puts her on the ground, and then says children are the most precious commodity. 
and the fastest growing demographic of mental health disorders. And then he's just like, bring me the Batman. And we turn around and Batman is digging up Bruce Wayne's grave on this earth to, f- to find out more information about A, how he died and B, what he can find out to use against the regime that's currently ruling Gotham. Does it still look like and, a family grave? Uh, it seems really private. No, I just see, I just see the yeah, I see the one grave. It seems really private, but we got like pine trees in the back. I mean, like this is definitely like on the outskirts, if not further. Uh, yeah, that kind of rung true with me. Like, there's a special, you know, isolated place that uh, normal people. Uh, of Gotham and just real quick um growing up in Guam um being below sea level most of the graves the crypts there very little people are actually buried in the ground they're actually in like high end crypts like just like file file containers oh. yeah because mm. because the, that's crazy yeah and seeing and hanging out in those places like uh such an you know, the the first panel at the top, man, like, we don't see other graves. We see pine trees in the back. Mm-hmm. In isolation. Like, he, he doesn't even bother taking his cape off. Nope. Sorry, I just need to point those things out, man. Like, uh, freaking... Thank you. Like, uh... So he, he digs them up? Like, how did you feel about this? Yeah, I, I kind of wondered what 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 information he could gather from, you know, looking at his dead body, and we find out a little bit more later. But uh, as he you know digs out, you know, as he opens the casket, he finds Alfred behind him with a, a single barrel shotgun, and freaking you know as they talk, he just he takes his mask off. And he shows, you know, he explains to the situation to Alfred, talking about how he's Bruce Wayne from another universe. And then talks about, you know, Alfred and his world. And freaking how he was a kind man. He stood up to evil, and that's exactly what I'm here to do. And, you know, he ends up leaving, you know, as he pulls out his own corpse... He's like, I'll do everything in my power to make things right, you know, because that's how my Alfred raised me. And he ends up leaving Alfred, you know, in the rain by his grave. And Alfred drops a gun and drops to his knees and starts crying. Yeah, because Alfred had a huge problem. Like, it was a charity benefit. And you're there and you shouldn't be there. And now you're going crazy and you're definitely not my Bruce. I mean, like, that's... That... I don't know, man. Like, I don't even describe that as meat and potatoes, man. Freaking, like, you see a ghost. Yeah. You know, they're both seeing a ghost. Because remember, Alfred's still dead in this universe. Yes, sir. And then Bruce Wayne's dead in the one they're currently in. So they're both kind of getting hit with it at the same time. But yeah, Bruce ends up taking his corpse to, I believe, a hospital. Where he runs into Jewel, who's helping him, you know, kind of get around this universe. 
and Jewel kind of explains who Bruce Wayne was, talking about how this Bruce Wayne gave up his entire fortune for like missions and became a social worker. And then he, she looks at Bruce and she's like, I guess you had other things to spend your money on. And Bruce is just, and Batman is just like, you know, I've done, I've done similar in my world plus this. And then he just turns around. And he's like, I'm a high functioning multitasker. So he's on Adderall. But uh, yeah, we find out that Batman's uh, Bruce Wayne's been poisoned. His lungs are damaged. And apparently there are traces of multiversal energy on the corpse. And as they're trying to, they're trying to figure out a little bit more, um, Judge Harvey Dent and the police storm the building. And freaking tells Jules to get the residents out. He's going to go get some answers. And he just confronts all the cops out there because he's freaking Batman. And he ends up, you know, knowing that, you know, criminals are a cowardly, superstitious lot. He goes after the biggest gun out there, which is Harvey. And freaking talks about how he's Gotham. And they have they have fight. And freaking, you gotta remember, yeah. And Harvey's still, uh, Harvey's got venom going through his veins, so he like basically hulks out. He's all venom. At the end of the day, he's all venom. That's nuts. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Batman is still Batman. Freaking ends up putting him in his place. And, you know, he jumps on top of Harvey and just starts beating the ever living crap out of him. And just eat, and he's doing it in excess, but he's doing it for a reason to show all these other cops this is what he'll, this is what's waiting for him. And then he just looks looks at the group of cops that are there with their guns, and it's like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And the cops run away as he starts freaking asking Harvey questions about uh about Arkham and about Darwin Holiday. And then he hears a voice telling him that, you know, Harvey doesn't know anything. And he turns around and it's Selina. And, you know, Bruce is, you know, it's still Bruce, it's still Selina. So she starts, he's trying to figure out if he can trust her. (laughs) And at the same time, she's telling him about the, uh, the guy that runs things is actually Red Mask. And he's just like, who's Red Mask? And Selena's just like, I don't care. He's just another person that needs to be stopped. And, you know, they're going to at least work an uneasy alliance together. She takes him into the sewers to find out that Arkham Asylum is now gone. And freaking... All the people that have been taken to Arkham are now in the sewers in what's referred to as Arkham Caves. Next, Gotham's depths. Does this yeah, bother the you? CD underbelly. What do you mean? Like, I mean, like, I really enjoyed the story, but then we get to this point and they are staring the Gotham underbelly. And then, mm-hmm. I'm still really suspicious about Zdarsky on this one, man, because 
He's following Tinian. We had two years okay. spoiled. Are we going to get a good story, or are we just going to get constant opposites? Now, this is the this is pretty much the first comic in, within the story where we got real nuts and bolts, real workings of the opposites or their doppelgangers. Not necessarily. It's not like Solomon Grundy is probably not going to be speaking perfect English in this mm-hmm. universe. But if he is, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy it. Like, um, yeah. I do know that Selena is not to be trusted. She knows he's Bruce. Uh, there's. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not a full opposite universe or Bizarro. Uh, but I mean, like Riddler. I mean, like at first I was like, okay, where are we again? Like this is a little disjointing. It's been like what three yeah. weeks, and or two weeks, and freaking, he's got. The curly back mullet. He's got the tattoo in his face. He's telling terrible riddles that even I figured out. And I'm terrible at riddles. And okay. now we're teaming up with a Selena that you know you can't trust. You can barely trust the woman that wants to marry you in your own universe. And now we're getting these mm-hmm. catacombs. So we're definitely going to get into some Court of Owls. Um, but I'm not liking this tendency to lean on a bizarro or semi-doppelganger, like, just the opposite of the other, because there's common traits in a lot of people. He's already got a rod. He's already got a rod. Make no mistake. How do you feel about this, man? Like, uh, are you digging it? Are, are you, are you just... I, def- I definitely enjoy it more than I enjoyed the fail safe story. Just oh, yeah. Really, they, they completely lost me where Batman freaking went from the moon to Earth and freaking oh, just dude. had his cape. And free- I was, that took me out of it completely. That's, um, how, that's how I yeah. felt when uh, Ben Rowley took over Amazing Spider-Man. Like, it just lo- like I'm going to keep getting it because I got to get the numbers, but freaking just want this to be over. <laughs> I know. Like, I enjoyed the Abyss storyline where they brought back Batman Incorporated. I thought that was good. Oh, that's so great. Um, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm willing to give this a chance. Like, because that's the thing. I mean, even in, your, even in you know, the regular Earth, you know, Selene is not to be trusted. Freaking, uh, and you know, the fact that all these, you know, there are enough differences. Like, we got the Alfred back. We, we do have a Robin but like we don't know what Selena's intentions are. We don't know if Selena's intentions have changed originally or if they'll change again. She's so I'm interested to see. I'm I'm super interested to see who's gonna be Red Mask. Oh, I've kind of got my thoughts on who it could be based on a uh, you know freaking people who do have access to the Speed Force in the normal reality. If Red so Mask, I got a couple of ideas. If Red Mask is Bruce Wayne, we're sending an yeah. official. We're sending an official, handwritten. If you know, this is Arsky. <laughs> Just we're both. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, I'll buy an old school typewriter to print it out. Just to show him the effort about how much I hate the friggin' story 
that you copied. Yeah. Like you you copied uh, Last Night on Earth. Don't do that to yeah. us. We we don't need no Omega. No, like I said, I've got my ideas of who it could be, but uh, I, I'm 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 invested enough to keep going with it and see what happens. I'm definitely plus there's, still plus there too. there's always a thought process to freaking, you know, are they gonna? You know, is Bruce gonna end up taking Alfred back with him, and that we will have another Alfred? Oh God, no! Or that would that even be something this this multiverse's Alfred would be interested in doing? He's got a wife. So he's got to we got to figure it out and see what happens. Did you like the B story? Yeah, it was all right. I like the I like the contrast in art. Like the Batman story was so dark, and the uh, the Tim Drake story for the most part was pretty well lit. I didn't even notice that, man. That's great. You you were hundred percent correct. Like uh, we had some zombie scenes, we got some mad scientist scenes, we got people locked in a barn. But yeah, we're like it is great observation it is very difficult to tell anything in Batman in the daytime unless he's driving the Lamborghini or awesome like that, yeah that's awesome but yeah no it's a, it's a good story you know you got Tim Drake looking for Batman you know he's just gotta he only end up getting Toy Man and all the people that he'd taken out of this reality into the other reality back so it'll be interesting to see if they you know Toy Man can give them some idea where Bruce is actually going to be at so they can get him back. I do like the fact that this is uh, two separate stories that are kind of hidden. The same. intertwined. Yeah. But they're freaking, it's two different sides of the same story. We've got one with Batman trying to get back, and we've got one with uh, Tim Drake trying to find Batman. Can I armchair book something? Sure. This story may that, end up just... That red mask is going to be in Wally West? No. I hate when you're right. I'm not right yet. Not yet. Uh, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, the one thing I really... You made me lose my train of thought, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that you were gonna uh, armchair book something? Armchair booking. Um, you made me lose that. Let me get back to the book. Freaking Chris Jericho is gonna win the ROH World Title just to job it to Ricky Starks. If that happens, if that happens. I'm I'm treating you to a Casa Bonita when it opens up again. I don't know if it's a treat, but sure, why not? They got a five-star chef running that, man. It's happening. There'll be a diver that can do two You know how I feel about stars. Two flips. I could do two flips. Into a very isolated diving tank? I don't think so. Bet. <laughs> nah, we're just going to Casa Bonita, man. For freaking, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get my train of thought on this again, man. Like, uh, armchair booking, uh, 
Wow, you really deleted a thought out of my head. I'm not appreciative of that right now. <laughs> Let me just... Batman, Multiverse, Red uh, Red Mask, Delina, Harvey Dent on freaking Venom, Riddler in a Hospital, any of this ringing a bell? Uh... I was just still mad that if they, if if Bruce is the Omega, but freaking no, nope. It, uh, Stephen King said, "If you had an idea and it escapes your head, it wasn't a good idea." But I appreciate your effort. Um, murder will be Donald Trump the whole time. Donald Trump the whole time. It's like we just keep seeing all these bronzer, bronzer sprays. Empty diet cokes. That's probably just that's probably just the young bucks. Let's face facts. Oh. We could probably beat up All the, right. we could we could probably beat up the young bucks. Not if you want a job. Nah. They get mad about that. Ask CM Punk. Oh yeah. Murder World. You say that. I say that, but they're freaking they're gonna take him back in a heartbeat, so Oh in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. No questions asked. I'm sorry. They they might as well bring Oprah in. Tony counts his money. Bring Oprah in. No. Donahue. What are you even talking about at this point? You said bring Oprah back. Have them talk. I never said bring I said bring punk back. Yeah, and they would they would bring it back. And my mind immediately went to a talk show where they're, where they're discussing things. And I forgot to mention that before I put the rest of the thought out. Let's have a talk show. You said it. No. All right. Well, who's the, w- no, who's the WCW of 90s talk shows that could get these guys together to talk it out? Sally Jeffy, Sally Jesse, Montel, Springer, or Donahue, or the Bucks, Omega. No, you get Judge Judy. She was late nineties, dude. We're talking mid nineties. We're talking mid time. Around since the eight. He's been around since the eighteen nineties. Come on, Donahue. I'm calling Donahue. No, no, Sally Jesse. I'm, I'm saying Sally Jesse. If it'd be anybody, it'd be Ricky Lake. I don't... Yeah, well, we both like... Whatever you're going to say, it's a bad idea. Don't say it. I'm not going to say it. Anyway, I'm calling... On, on to Murder World. On to Murder World, the talk show... Terrible segue, and you, like, you, it happened in my head, and I forgot to say it out loud, but it should have been a talk show. So tell us, CM Punk, where on the doll did the Bucks hurt you? In the wallet. <laughs> Gonna get to a whole other argument. Like I said, on to Murder World. You do know that our uh, vice president right now was Montel Williams' side chick for a while. No. You can look it up. Okay. Red carpet. Well, uh, beige. Not full red carpet, but... 
Anyway, back and to Murder World. Murder World! Talk show. Let's Two do people it. left. Two people left. Black Widow's after him. One of them's a uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And the other one is this guy that turns out he just cheated on his wife and... On his wife. No, oh, he just found and out. And freaking right? the mother of his kids with freaking the, the MMA girl who died last in the last issue. And Maria, and not, uh, I forget what her name was now. Freaking. It turns out the Black Widow is a life model decoy. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah, it's Marina Kamarova is the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who ends up destroying the uh, the life model decoy of Black Widow. And she is trying to... Marina is trying to save the both of them. And they end up finding Arcade. How about how they're... You know, He's just, you know, it can only be one. There can only be one. This is Highlander. And freaking Marina's like, you know, go and do it. You know, win the game. And freaking, he's just, all he wants to do is freaking, he says he wants to make it up to his wife and kid and get, you know, get them a new life. This broke my heart. And how they can change everything and then they having to fight to them. And he's got to figure out, all he's going to do is kill this one woman, and he can have everything he wants. At least, that's what he's being promised. And, you know, she ends up pushing him. And freaking, you know, they end up fighting to the death, and he ends up stabbing Marina. And he's strangling her, too, man. Like uh, I strangles her. Uh, did you know that it takes anywhere from three to five minutes to strangle someone to death? Not from experience, no. Me neither, but you gotta know where to press. And yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, it'll, it'll take a while. But if you got the power and the intensity, um, saw that in one of those uh, murder, murder, true crime things, it takes a while. If you don't know where to press. Well, yeah, he ends up strangling her to death. And Arcade comes out with the murderettes to celebrate Alex's big win. And we turn around. And Arcade turns around and shows off that uh, he ends up showing everything from the event. Including Alex cheating on his wife with the MMA fighter. He's got everything. And... Also ends up showing his wife and child watching everything going on and knowing that he's a murderer. And we saw that at the beginning when like the broadcast started from the, from issue one, and I forgot about. Oh, that that's completely. right. Huh? I forgot about that completely. Mm-hmm. Like they just showed that random family, and turns out that random family was his family. Yes, sir. He's no no stock trader. He gambled everything away. His self-aggrandiating. Just a dude that wants some money. Um, by the way, 
the right people are going to see that your life insurance policy that you took out on yourself, just in case things went awry, because you're such a noble guy, uh, yeah, not going to happen. So, press the button. And he ends up pressing the button. And the medics come in to help him out. And he's talking an arcade just over his body, just being like, I think I'm going to start a franchise. I had to, maybe you could manage a spinoff for me. And he's just, this is just going to keep going, apparently. And then we turn around, and it's time for the epilogue. And we see the actual Black Widow, you know, working her way through the murder world, but it's, it's been up and moved. And she ends up finding where Arcade would be sitting. And freaking Arcade's all over the screen because, of course, he's not in the chair that she can't see. He's got the little... And she's like, I am. And Arcade's just like, I have a gift for you. Just just for you. And uh, Natasha's been selected for season 23 of Murder World. I'm digging it. I'm digging it because we're getting uh freaking um what five issues five issues yeah yep and like we've talked about many times about how they'll try to do like a twelve issue Moon Knight and it'll peter out and uh, as of issue six they will change the whole writing and uh, artist directory just brand new guys not that they don't they don't deserve it but it's never as good as what as what just happened. And yeah, it's always, it's always a change. Always, it's mind. just gonna be a change. I don't mind the change. It's just more of a like, like where the quality dips off. Like mm-hmm. keep us invested. It's not that it is, I, and I don't, I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just like when those sort of shifts happen. But we got five issues of solidarity on this one, man, and we don't know mm-hmm. when we're gonna get. Part two it might be three years from now, but we're buying every single issue. I, we've enjoyed it. Like, this is one of the ones that we've kept up with, like, 100%. Exactly, man. It's something, um, you know, like I said, it's kind of funny because we both kind of slept on the first issue and then was like, oh, I picked it up. And now I was like, first thing I told you was you need to get this now. Huh? Part of the you new know, gimmick freaking, we talked about. Yeah. And freaking ended up paying, ended up paying off. It ended up being a solid series, freaking for a character we both enjoy. That freaking, quite frankly, never gets his due. That's hundred uh, percent. Just random thing. I've always wanted. Uh, did you ever watch? Uh, of course you did. Um, uh, he, first thing I saw him was in Circle of Friends, but he gave us our first Kurt Wagner. I've always wanted. Uh, uh, freaking. Um, Alan coming to play Arcade. I can see that. Like, he's got a certain insanity to him. Like, he, he can mm-hmm. throw himself into a character. Um, but uh, the only thing detrimental to this is that if they do, you know, part two anytime soon, it's going to rob us of a good six-issue six Black Widow story. I swear there's always been... Once a year, good black issue story, black widow story, mm-hmm. forgive me. But uh, especially the Sosa Sisters one from a couple of years ago. Um, but freaking, um, 
solid. Yeah, no, every every issue was good. You know, you get the the whole thing about everybody freaking the numbers dwindling down every issue. So you had to get down to that one survivor. Hmm. Yeah, but then, like, how do you feel about the one survivor being basically a battery or they're just going to reuse him? He's not part of the crew. And yeah, I like I like the fact that they were outsiders though. I like the fact that it was all people that you know we didn't know, you know. But freaking, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. You know, is he, you know, is he going to be somebody they're going to focus on in the next series, or is he going to be freaking somebody they just randomly kill off? Yeah, but in hindsight, though, man, like, or is he going to be a, you know, a, a bad uh, a vigilante out for revenge? His arcade oh. took everything from him. Everything. But this was basically the hundred games in arcade world, in mm-hmm. murder world. Man, I didn't mind it. It was fun. Yeah, um, good read. Great read, man. Like I was proud to buy every single one. Like we got to, we had to make sure we got every single one. Like uh, a freaking, uh, it was like week after Moon Knight came out. We um, freaking we were on the hunt and I came home and like tell me about the freaking Moon Knight one, man. Because uh, you know we bag and board. As we do. Mm-hmm. That's what I got for this week, man. I'm I got no more gas than take, man. Like freaking, we pushed the limits this week. Actually, the month, and we still have. It, we're still technically Wednesday, but no, we're technically oh, it's Thursday morning te- now. We're, we're technically Thursday, but uh, freaking great books, Uncle Ed. Martin over Kapow. Uh, unfortunately, uh, what's the other one we always miss every now and then? OEC? No, REC? Yeah. I can never. I just, my brain won't. Roman? Yeah, Roman. Roman's Roman's amazing. Go in there, have a great conversation, conversation with uh, North Union uh, by the old creepy abandoned uh, Gold's Gym. And an equally creepily abandoned, but probably still functioning, uh, masseuse place. <laughs> well, they going to find out. <laughs> yeah! I can wind up on YouTube and those guys getting busted there. I was really here for a massage. Yeah, sure you were, buddy. They always are. But, uh, but yeah, no, we got some good books, man. We're gonna you know, get the hunt this weekend. We got the show this weekend. New era coming back, stronger than ever. Stronger than ever. Be a, gonna be a good time and freaking Thornton tonight. Ooh, thank you, so Thornton. I'm worried that that comic shop and the Cracker Barrel is gonna be our downfall. That's alright. I don't eat Cracker Barrel anyway. Cracker Barrel is amazing, man. <laughs> Go in and get some meatloaf, man. It's amazing. Anyway. It goes out for meatloaf. I do. I used, oh, to, I used to work and, there, man. And yet again, me. and yet again, Josh makes bad decisions. Terrible decisions, but I made a good one uh past couple weeks, and uh, I'll tell you about it all about on Saturday, but... Wait. Your turn or my turn? Yeah, I'll take it this time. This is dangerous. This is minefields. Transmission is over. New Era Wrestling this Saturday night. New Era Pro Wrestling. Oh, enjoy. Um, 
Buy the t-shirts. Duff rules. It's going to be a good day because it's always a good day.